I'm Mark Adams and this is Mark's Mess 50 for 50 where each week I will look at a year in my life to find the geek influences ending up looking at the year 2021 on my 50th birthday. This week it's 1982! The main thing to dominate 1982 for us in the UK was the Falklands War. The small South Atlantic islands were captured by Argentina who were just a few hundred miles away but it was owned by Britain who were 12,000 miles away. Thinking that the British government didn't care enough to fight back, they were wrong. The fictional diarist Adrian Moule described a response by British forces as a surprise attack. We watched the evening news each night as our reporters counted them all out and counted them all back again. The small black and white TV in our bedroom flickered with images as we saw this war unfold. It brought to my consciousness the Harrier jump jets and the Gurkhas with their formidable knives. To boost the country's morale, Prince Charles and Princess Diana decided to give birth to a second in line to the throne a week after the war ended. That summer, our parents took us on holidays to the last British territory to be occupied by a farm bar, the Channel Islands. It was the first time I'd ever been on a plane and my in-flight entertainment for the two and a half hour flight was a word search book. I also remember the flight deck door being open and be able to see the flight crew and there was a smoking half of the plane. How things have changed. While exploring the island's histories, mainly the occupation by Nazis, we also went to the beach and the pool and learned to sway awkwardly to Dexy's Midnight Runners and Come On Eileen. I can still remember the awkward shuffle of my feet from side to side while wondering what on earth to do with my arms. While American Comics started the Contest of Champions and introduced the New Mutants as well as a new Captain Marvel, the British comics market brought back the Eagle comic. I did get this for a while, I do remember this. With a new Dan Dare they also added a large number of photo stories like Doom Lord, which I seem to remember was just a bloke in a mask. I never really understood it. I don't think I got many issues before I gave up on it. The big film of the year was E.T. It must have been talked about a lot because my mum and my aunt brought us to see it. Directed by Steven Spielberg and music by John Williams, following a young alien who is stranded on Earth, and with the help of some children and his extraordinary powers, were able to contact his own people and leave Earth. While the film was widely acclaimed by the public and by critics, and it even overtook Star Wars as the highest grossing film of all time, I didn't like it. Maybe it's just me, but as I was an 11 year old boy, I found it dull, soppy, and not enough pew 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 pew. I think I've only seen it fully once, and bits of it here and there, and it holds no appeal to me. But television still held an appeal. Not only did we get the first full story of The Fifth Doctor, we also saw an end to the madcap comedy of The Goodies, the insane game show It's a Knockout, and the ending of the mind-bending Sapphire and Steel. Sapphire and Steel was hard to understand. Were they really element detectives who solved unusual cases? I must watch a few of the stories now and trying to figure these things out. The BBC brought us one of the best comedies of that year, The Young Ones. If ever there was a playground favourite, this was it. If you watched it, you were cool. 
you could imitate any of the characters because they were easily distinguishable. The student house antics brought us performers that are still about. The likes of Ben Elton, Alexi Sale, Adrian Edmondson, Nigel Palmer, Christopher Ryan, they're still working away. Writer and star Rick Meal went on to other comedy greatness with things like The New Statesman and of course Bottom, which he starred with Adrian Edmondson. And he unfortunately died in 2014, but his legacy lives on. It was also the year that I started secondary school. In the UK, you start secondary school, the big school as we call it, the year, the academic year, you turn 12. And I wouldn't turn 12 until the end of it. This was new to me. Before, my dad had taken me to school because he was the head teacher, but now I had to get the school bus. I'd never done that before. And I remember the first day walking down to the centre of the village to where the buses would come and standing awkwardly wondering, is this the right spot? It wasn't. Somebody did come over and tell me, actually, your bus is over here. I was in a class with some people from my primary school, but I remember the excitement of wanting, the excitement of knowing I would learn French, geography, history, and things like that. I did enjoy secondary school. I enjoyed the camaraderie. I enjoyed the antics, and I enjoyed the friendships that I made. The year ended with a new channel launching. Imagine having as many as four channels to choose from. Madness, I tell you. The channel aimed to be different, and mostly it was. It touched on taboo subjects and highlighted issues that we really we should have been talking about. It tried to have a different sport in the channel with the US-based sports. You know, the ones where it, they call it football, but it's not really football. But it soon fell into cricket and horse racing. It encouraged comedy with uh, the comic strip and in years to come, Drop the Dead Donkey, Father Ted, the IT crowd and many, many more. This was a channel that would take risks. And one boy I knew actually saw the channel first opening and watched the first episode of Countdown. If you would like to reminisce about these times, you can by email at mymarksmess at gmail.com on Twitter at Mark's Mess Podcast without the T, or on Facebook at Mark's Mess Podcast. Thanks to Josh Woodward of joshwoodward.com for the title music. Next time, 1983!